0: DJing is a lot of keeping up with the um, trends. It's a lot of, uh, it's a lot because you're in competition basically for gigs, you know? And you got to prove yourself and keep yourself fresh. You got to keep yourself on social media. It's a lot, like you said. So like, I knew that I had a problem with the blending and the timing. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people used to call me out for it, you know? And then I used to get into a lot of, um, a lot of people used to down me, say I couldn't play and whatnot, so it just drew me off and it made me not even want to it made me lose hope that i could dj so i just stopped doing it entirely
1: hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me and i am your host angelica this is a podcast that talks about a little bit of everything so sit back and enjoy the show Everyone and welcome back to another episode of a little bit of everything with me today my guest is one fourth host of the Premier boys podcast he co-hosts the old school show with mr gentleman lifestyle um and also he's a retired dj welcome Rody rod, the star DJ Roddy Gretto. rod aka there we go how are you doing man
0: i'm doing great what's up
1: that's great. So, you know, before we get into everything that you're doing, but please introduce yourself to my listeners.
0: All right. I go by the star Roddy Rod. You know, you can, catch, you can find me on Instagram as the star Roddy Rod. Um, you know, I'm kind of multifaceted, do a little little bit of everything. You know, I do, you know, I'm DJ. I'm doing the podcasting now. I used to do, singing and you no, know, just enjoying life right now in this this lane of podcast and then doing me. I live in Brooklyn, New York.
1: You so you're from Brooklyn as well. You're great friends with the one and only Mr. Ken from Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle Podcast.
0: Yes, yes, yes.
1: And how did you become a DJ? Like what intrigued you with DJ? Because I have an appreciation for DJs. Um, I did it as a hobby when I was younger, but never really got into full force because it was just too much. And, you know, what was life being a DJ?
0: Well, I had a lot of people around me that started to DJ. I was um, I had a nephew who I can't really call my nephew because he's older than me, <laughs> but he was doing it. And then like I will host parties at my house. And when I would do that, we would always get people to DJ. And we get, like, you know, my my friend, Caution, um, who's DJing still, and his cousin, Emperor, who um, DJed a couple of my parties. And then I looked at them, and I'm like, you know, they could do it, so can I. So I just gravitated to, like, trying to I had the music i had the i had the love for music already from being a prior artist and being a prior um songwriter so I just put my i just put my my love for music into mixing music so I was doing it for um maybe two maybe maybe two to like maybe four or five years um it was pretty hard at first because like you gotta get out there and you gotta like show people who you are for them to to want you to play and to recommend you. Cause you don't get gigs unless you're like playing constantly and unless you prove yourself, you know?
1: Definitely so for that's, sure.
0: So that's basically where I was with it. Like I was trying to I was trying to get it off the ground, trying to trying to get with senior people that was doing it for a long time. To, to show me the ropes but you know they were doing it and trying to show me some stuff but i think i was just a little stubborn i wasn't trying to do it their way i was trying to find my own way of like learning how to mix and what went with what and i was i was i was known as a different type of dj because i was not you know how, like, when you go to the regular clubs, they will play the same
1: mm-hmm.
0: standard um, mixes, back to back to back to back, right? For sure, it's
1: it's always the same it's thing. It's always over and repetitive, and
0: over. so you know, okay, this song's coming on, and then they play this song exactly mm-hmm. after, and then this one exactly after. I did that, but I also doing songs that like weren't in the regular mix. That you weren't hearing in a regular mix. So, you know, you would hear my mix and it would be totally different than going to an average nightclub or lounge that people will go to every day every time, you know? Yeah. So while I had that uniqueness and I was for DJ retro. So with that, you know, I was more into like blending the old school and playing the old school most of the night. I ain't really um I already played the new stuff for too long. And after a while, I stopped caring about the new stuff, too. But DJing is a lot of keeping up with the um, trends. There's a lot of, uh, there's a lot because you, you're in competition basically for gigs, you know? And you got to prove yourself and keep yourself fresh. You got to keep yourself on social media. It's a lot. Like you said, so, like, I knew that I had a problem with the blending and the timing.
1: Mm-hmm. So
0: a lot of people used to call me out for it, you know, and then I used to get into a lot of, um a lot of people used to down me, say I couldn't play and whatnot. So it just drew me off and it made me not even want to, it, it, it made me lose hope that I could DJ. So I just stopped doing it entirely
1: something that you had a passion for and you know you helped people you know get into that groove because it's amazing when you walk into a nightclub and you've got the dj doing its thing but you know they're keeping you alive on that dance floor
0: yeah that's also that was also a challenge for me but at the same time it's like my dj career wasn't moving forward like i wasn't getting paid gigs i wasn't people were just doing it people were just booking me for favors all the time like I was just basically DJing for this for the for the point of DJing and wasn't getting the respect if you know what I mean.
1: Oh for sure. And it's tough competition. It's really tough. It's not it's like with acting or pretty much like starting your own business. You're you are You are your own person when it comes to djing. You got to do everything. You got to seek out. You got to talk to people. You really got to put your blood, sweat, and tears into it. And like you said, if you are not booking anything, like you got to figure out what's next for you.
0: Yeah, so I wasn't. I wasn't getting booked. It was. It was pretty dry for a long time before I made that final decision. So now it's like I basically just stopped even practicing. Yeah. If people um ask me to do it, it's like a every now and a thing, every now and then, but I mean the passion and the the music's not there for it, so I'll probably just do the playlist thing for now. <laughs> <laughs> Cause I still have that that musical mm-hmm. you know the musical concept of what song to come next, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: I still have that at least.
1: Oh, for sure. So if people
0: ask me to DJ, most of the times I just put put a good ass playlist together and play for them.
1: Yeah. Oh, but that's what sure. I can do still. Yeah. And, you know, once you've let go of DJing, how did you get into podcasting? Like what I, I've seen you on numerous times on the Mr. Gentleman Lifestyle podcast. You've done a lot of interviews with him. What got into podcasting?
0: Well, he was doing it at first. And then he just told me that, you know, I saw him doing it for like almost a whole year. And then he was like trying to encourage me to to break out of my shell because I wasn't really doing nothing. And, you know, it was a new venture to go into. Trust me, I was very... Very nervous about doing it at first,
1: and that's how it is when you
0: first start. Because I didn't know what to think. I didn't know uh, if what I'm gonna say on the air. You know, the whole bunch of things you think about. You know, it's just like entering a new venture of anything. I guess
1: mm-hmm.
0: you just don't know how it's gonna go. But doing it with, doing it with them, three with with the um my um premier boys host it it sued the it sued the um anxiety it sued the the venture of jumping into a new venture for the first time because i was doing it with people i knew and not mm-hmm. strangers or you know jumping into one on ones with strangers at first so you no know, when he started to get on get us into it then then we did the um, premiere boys. And then um, he noticed he know that um, he wanted to do a show with me because he know I love old school stuff. You no. Know? Yeah. So we just started he just started to come up with the plan of the old school show, which is doing amazing numbers.
1: Yeah. And you're on second season.
0: Yeah. <laughs> doing amazing numbers, man. Tell you, like, he says a fan favorite.
1: <laughs> no, for sure. I've listened to a couple episodes, and I love your dynamics between all of you guys as friends and everything. And, of course, it makes you feel so much better while you're podcasting. And what have you learned about yourself now through podcasting?
0: Um, just to... Just to open up and be a better debater and just to um, understand that, you know, you can talk about a certain topic and not be afraid to express yourself more. That's what what the um, podcast kind of did to me. It kind of opened me up out of my shell because I'm pretty much to myself, shy person in real life. (laughs)
1: Hey, I I that's something that I struggled beforehand, and then I started podcasting, and now I'm like a chatty Kathy. When I talk to somebody, it's like it's a different me. Like it's finally built that confidence. You take away those nerves, and it's a really good there feeling. We go. There we go. <laughs> I notice here you're coming out with a solo podcast show coming soon that is fantastic but how are you going to fit everything can you please let me know you've got two podcasts that you're a part of and then mm-hmm. now you're doing a solo show oh my goodness tell us more about it what are your plans what are you thinking what are you creating
0: um it's it's still in the planning honestly it's it's still not like all thought out yet because I don't even know what I want to do exactly as in the cover art, if I want to do theme music, but it's going to be about me diving into topics that I really want to talk about. You know, like one day we'll probably be talking about dating in today's generation. The next one we'll probably be talking about inflation. You know, stuff like that. And then I'll just have either me, myself, or me and the guests dive into the topic and we'll probably talk about it for 30 to 45 minutes and that's it that's exactly what I have so far about it
1: that's not bad that's a good start you know it's always good to get different perspectives of what's happening in the world right and you know, there's so many people that dive into it, which is great. But you know, other opinions and if you grab people on the show, it's a great start. I, you know, I feel like you can do so good. This is going to be your solo show, and you're the one that gets to take the reins and from beginning to the end.
0: Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't have a lot of free time as as Ken, so I can make it work. Like maybe outside of my work schedule when I have a little free time, just do an episode two here and there. You know, I'm the type of person I could knock out a couple episodes in a day if possible and then just chill for the rest of the week.
1: For sure. And that's the beauty when you do it on your own. You get to figure out what you want to do with it. But, you know, I'm amazed by the dedication you put into the podcast. And I say that because you've got two going on. Um, Your dynamics between each other is fantastic. I've known Ken since I've started uh, podcasting as well. We came across on a group chat and you know i got to know him really well here and the amount of work he puts in it and then all of you put into it, it it amazes me and i i love how he praises every one of you when we have just like private conversations just to you know because we run a group called the co-op and he promotes a lot of the podcasts and he talks you know like it's crazy busy everything's been great especially you guys hitting the ranks on good pods especially yes, with yes, the yes. Premier yes. boys like you guys are doing it you're making it to the top it doesn't matter what app you're on but if you've got one app and people are listening to you and taking it to number one congratulations
0: yes yes pretty how was that of feeling that. it was a pretty good feeling i'll tell you that
1: <laughs> seeing like your name right there because you know it's in your description you guys write who's who and who the Premier boys podcast hitting number one almost constantly it's nuts! It's amazing.
0: I know. We just try to. We try to keep it going. We trying to keep it up.
1: I just really hope that you guys are were able to celebrate that moment when you hit number one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, we did it on. We did it on like a Zoom party, you know, with the mm-hmm. the liquor. It's the most we did. <laughs>
1: We got to make do with what we got, right? When everyone's so busy.
0: Yeah, man. You already know.
1: <laughs> and okay, so you do the podcast. Now, yep. do you have a full-time career too as well?
0: Yeah, I work full-time.
1: And how do you balance everything? Because I, you know, I've got many projects on the side and also volunteer work and a full-time job. But I want to hear from your point of view, how do you do it all?
0: Well... So, i I have a I have a pretty fit, steady schedule for work. I'm nine to five every day, Monday Friday. So outside of that, no, I just um try to try to schedule myself around. Most of the time, we record the premiere boys. It'll be like on a Friday or Saturday night, so it works for everybody, and um. Most of the time I'm recording the old school show is is a random day in the week, like around this time. So that's how I'm able to schedule everything. And it's not on, a, not on an old consistent basis, you know. It's probably like twice a week or something. So that's doable. It's not like it's doing it every day. You know what I mean? So that's how I'm able to juggle everything. And no, I'm a single man, so I don't really have too much responsibility.
1: (laughs) No, for sure. Well, I'm glad you're able to do everything and fulfill your passions and coming out with the solo podcast. Definitely keep me posted to help you promote that. And I know we have a show that we share common interests and I love it because I love to hear people's opinion. What did you think overall? I know you we're on different seasons of 90 Day Fiance, but I wanted to see, hear, I was going to say see, but we're not seeing each other. I want to hear your point of view, what you thought of the show was, 90 Day Fiance. How did you start watching it? What did you think of it?
0: Man, have all a lot of people's been talking about 90 Day Fiance and um all the earlier seasons and whatnot. And I was chilling at my mom's house and she had it on. And when I was watching one episode and I saw the characters that was on there, I'm like, oh my gosh, man, this is this is straight good TV. Forget love and hip hop. This is where it's at. <laughs> love it (laughs) so yeah like that's what got me after like one episode of watching these guests it just drew me into the personality wanted me to see more about who they are and what's going to progress in the stories people are faking and a lot of these people are kind of the other person and they're really it's really sad but it's also entertainment
1: oh for sure it's definitely good entertainment and it's nuts like you know you had johnny and ella um mm-hmm. usman and kim mike and jimena alina and i forgot the other guy she was with uh gino and jasmine and also hamza and memphis I, did you had a favorite couple
0: um the youth, youth man and kimberly was was funny <laughs> <laughs> but the um the and the, um, the Memphis was also interesting as well. Like, it's crazy how um because with their dynamic, it's like you're not even speaking on the same dialect. You have to use translators to communicate with each other. How is that going to work?
1: thank you exactly how is it going to work now would you ever ever in your life attempt to find love in a different country using a translator
0: <laughs> i am saying i'm 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 not insane as that i'm sane <laughs> and i personally want to have somebody that knows english because they could be talking to their parents and their parents could be talking to them. you don't know what they're saying about you. That's true. I'm pretty sure when Mike and Jimena and Hamza and his Hamza and his family and his family was talking straight up trash behind their back to their family, you know?
1: Yeah. I agree with you on that for sure. And how are are you curious of who was, you know, still together? Who's not?
0: Yeah, but I don't know who I want. I don't know who is together still.
1: Well, let me inform you. Hamza and Memphis, uh, after having the child, they ended up splitting up yeah Gino and Jasmine it seems like they're still together but they're not saying much obviously Mike and Jimena which I hope he ended up taking everything with him like he said he was uh he they're no longer together Jimena found somebody else who's from Canada and uh I don't know if they're gonna get married or not um usman and kim it seems like they still are playing the game because she's on pillow talk which is they get to watch their other colleagues on the show and they can treat could uh could really recap the show what they yeah i can't even say the word and um
0: but mike mike was just being used left and right so i'm glad oh, that sure. i'm glad that that i'm glad that that didn't uh, He was the only one that didn't see it. Everybody else was trying to tell him.
1: That is true. And even during the tell-all, you know, he's like, oh, would you promise me that we'll stick together? He even lost his friendship with Nelsie and her her husband, his best friend. Like, it's pretty nuts what uh, a relationship can do to you (laughs) to a point where you can lose your best friend the one that actually gave you some advice like legit advice right and then you had johnny and ella which well, are I sure get they're it. still together
0: i get it people get fed up and people don't people want to be heard and mm-hmm. and taken into consideration what they're telling you like you don't want to nobody wants to know that they're talking to a wall i get that yeah and it annoys it annoys other people faster than up uh, than some you know For sure, and you're not getting to them, but Mm -hmm. it's like I'm glad that Mike. So Mike is probably not with somebody, anybody right now because he was, he was um, so into the girl like that was the only person that he could have got.
1: That is true. Yeah, we're not sure what his status is like, but it's just when you told me that you watched it and we were you know having that conversation, I was just like, oh my gosh, you know to it's it's just me and my co-host we're both females but when you get a male point of perspective point of view you can definitely you know compare and have that opinion about the show overall
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh man i tell you it's like good it's like some, like some of these shows are really good tv
1: mm-hmm.
0: they're more interested in the sitcoms <laughs>
1: I agree with you. That's why I love reality TV. I it's just a whole new ball game. It's like, are they actually making this up or is this the actual person? Um, if you ever get a chance and you come across Dorothy. I, I think like
0: 70% of it is actual the person, and then they the uh, producers <laughs> have to fabricate, fabricate it because they need to have a a pitch to stay on the, um, the show.
1: That's true. That's true. I agree with you with that because, you know, some of these things that some of these cast members do, I'm just like, what the heck and what mind are we? are who does this? Like you start to question everything. And I'll tell you the beginning of the show, when it first started, it was like pure love. Like it was just happily ever afters when it first came out in 2014, I believe it was. And these couples were so innocent. You know, it was just the family that didn't approve of them. They were just like normal people. There was a couple of them that weren't as normal because one of them demanded to uh see if the diamond was real you know what i mean then there was this yeah. old man who was like 60 something with like a 20 year old who apparently met when she was like underage which was grossing me out you know <laughs> you have those situations but the show even in crazy. real
0: life you have that so that's not <laughs> that's not under common at all i like. know no <laughs> My family are Caribbean and they'll they'll go chase after these girls in the nightclub. So I kind of <laughs> see that all the time, to be honest. Yeah. But basically, a lot of these a lot of these reality shows, they start off innocent, but in order for them to keep getting renewed, the producers make them crank up the, the craziness. hmm And this is not only for 90 Day Fiance, this is for almost every reality show. Mm-hmm. If you want to make it to another season, they tell them to crank up the craziness, throw stuff in there, make up storylines, yeah, all the time. That's true. So I was like, every network you can think of is competing for who's going to have the better, the highest rated shows.
1: Yeah, agree.
0: Because almost almost every every network that's not in the every network has a has a show. A reality show, every number. Yeah. At this point,
1: it's like the Kardashians too. You know, they've been on for so long, and now that they transferred to Disney Plus, they've got a docu series. Apparently, it's a docu series, but
0: mm-hmm.
1: they always got to amp up their game. There's got to be some drama. There's got to be stuff that people want to know that that is going on in their life.
0: Yeah, it's like they don't want to have too many boring. They want to have an episode that's boring, I guess. Cause... You have enough of that, you'll lose your you lose your following. Yeah. That's just what it is, right?
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you watched 90-day fiance. I hope you get a chance to binge on the other season that's it's been crazy, it's been nuts. And I'm curious to know what you think. There's been wacky situations that I'm just like, OMG, what am I watching? But is Brody. more bad
0: be- is is more is more crazier than last
1: people. Oh my gosh, bro, you gotta get on it. <laughs> this season <laughs> is nuts. It's wild.
0: Oh man,
1: <laughs> you gotta head over to Mama's house. You don't know, could be a thing.
0: <laughs> nah, I got I got Discovery Plus. So I could I could do it.
1: All right, <laughs> it's nuts. I'm telling you. I am. I'm curious to know your opinion on some of these couples because I'm just like really. Are you kidding? I'll get
0: back to you on that. (laughs) I surely will get back to you.
1: Perfect. And you know what? We'll get you on the show and recap with my co-hosts. And this way we would love to hear your opinion about it.
0: (laughs) All right. (laughs) Do that.
1: (laughs) Well, Brody, I really appreciate all your time with sharing about your dj career managing these podcasts being on these podcast shows you guys are killing it be proud of yourselves keep doing what you guys are doing i know it's a lot of work i cannot wait to hear what your solo show is at the end once everything is finalized make sure you let me know what it is so we can get you back on the podcast and start promoting it but thank you so much
0: yes thanks for having me man
1: <laughs> Please tell my listeners where they can find you. Plug in all your social media and your website.
0: Well, you could just follow me on Instagram at the Star Roddy Rod. Um, right on the right on the Instagram page, you could click on the link tree. And on the link tree will be a list of all the episodes of the Premier Boys, all my guest host episodes, and all the episodes of the old school show with Ken Mr. Gentleman and any other shows that I have made a guest appearance on with Ken Mr. Gentleman and my my other boy Mr. Aaron Sands of King Talk so yeah um, that's where y'all can find me you know follow my page you know write me if you want I'll write you back <laughs> I'll follow back there you go
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Everything is going to be in the show notes for all of you. Thank you again. And that's all we have for now.
0: Alright. I'm Anthony.
1: And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of the Bromar Show. Hello everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast.
0: What's up, everybody? This is your boy Ken aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast
1: hi this is stephanie valente your local massage therapist and you're listening to a little little bit of everything
0: everything with Angelica. angelica
1: that's it for now and thank you for tuning in on another episode of a little bit of everything with me